Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Single Chronicles. Today, I have an amazing episode for you guys. It is both an ask and insomniac question as well as a bit of a story time. Why? Because this person, when they sent me a message, it totally reminded me of me and some shit I did when I was in a relationship. And while I don't give relationship advice, this particular question was something I had to answer because there's some shit that we all do that leads us to be single and shit that we don't never realize. Sorry for the double negative, but we don't realize that we do day in and day out, especially as women. So sit back and relax. And here we go. Alrighty, guys so i'm going to get right to it and answer this question actually i'm going to first read <laughs> said question um that like i said in the intro um i received a message on instagram for you know the asking insomniac thing so i'm going to read it hi rs i know you only talk about single stuff and help single people but i got a question I think my dude is cheating. I call, text, and it always takes him forever to get back to me. But when we are together, he's always on his phone. Is it him, me, or am I tripping? Well, it's a little bit of both. And it's crazy because when we're dealing with somebody and, you know, they're doing some fuck shit right they're doing some stupid ass shit and we kind of get wind of it we got a hunch um we call bullshit or we um call an intervention or we basically confront the person about the stupidity and the shit that they're doing and they either give us some bullshit answer yada 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 we don't like the results we don't like the answer or we even worst case scenario um in the case of this young lady's issue, she calls and texts her dude and he doesn't reply. And But it seems like he can't put his phone down any other time. Okay. Now, to give you the answer that you're looking for, first, I'm going to play devil's advocate. And you know, I like to straddle both sides of the fence. In this situation... Okay, not every time that you call a person doesn't mean they're doing some shit. It just means they may not be able to get to the phone. Like, if I'm in the shower, I'm not going to pick up the phone. If I'm at work, I'm not going to always pick up the phone. So, there's that. Um, we live in an age where communication, or not even communication, but accessibility to a person is easy like you can reach almost anyone at any time because we pretty much the majority of us have cell phones however doesn't always mean that you're always going to be accessible you know you might call somebody at a time where you're like all right they're not at work they're not doing anything yada 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 why aren't they picking a phone picking up the phone it could be a plethora of reasons why someone does not pick up your phone i mean it could be anything and just because you haven't talked to someone in, heaven forbid, two hours, does not mean you should go off and assume the worst. That's that. 
And that's just me being upfront and honest about it. Um, you know, a lot of times I think we've gotten so used to constant communication with people, whether it's social media, talking on the phone or texting, that we take for granted that shit happens. Life gets in the way. We're not always going to be 100% accessible, even though we have the means to be. You know, I'm not picking up the phone while I'm at work most of the time. I'm not even now with COVID and most of us working remotely or um, being at home if we're not working at all does not mean we're available to talk on the phone. You know, you might be asleep. You might be taking a shower. You might be working out or you just might need time to unplug and, and, and recharge your own personal internal battery. Doesn't mean you're off doing fuck shit. Now, to the other extent, if a person, you know their schedule to the T, and you know the type of person that they are, and they always have their phone on hand, in their hand, literally glued to the palm of their hand, and you call them at a time where you're 100% sure that they're not busy, or at least in the text, I mean, come on now, if someone texts you, unless you're driving, you can respond back, even if it's okay, or what's up, or whatever. And, you know, something, you know, that's totally understandable. But again, like I said, not everyone's going to be 100% accessible just because they have means of communication and they can be accessible. So there's that. So as always, you have to like look at both sides of that spectrum. Sometimes I'm in a situation where I'm driving and I can't text back. Sometimes I'm in a situation where I'm at work and I can't talk. Or text. Or sometimes I'm in a situation where I can only text. It just depends on what's going on. And that that's life as we know it. COVID or no COVID, that's just life as we know it. Just because you have a cell phone doesn't mean you're accessible. I, I've been in a situation where I might go and post something on Instagram or Facebook or whatever or Twitter. And then someone sees it. They text me. And then I might go off and go to the bathroom. Or I might get up and do some shit. And then... See the text message, reply and reply to the text message and never hit send. Like that happens a lot. Like I have so many drafts on sh- and shit. Like it's not even fucking funny. Like I'll type up a message or a reply, and then like a day later, I'll realize, damn, I didn't even reply back to such and such. Or I'll see these unread text messages, some of which are like, um, I don't want to say spam. But like Old Navy, for example, I signed up for text messaging and coupons through Old Navy. So every day they send me some shit that's on sale at Old Navy. Same thing with uh, Teespring. I am um, I have a merch store in Teespring, but I'm also subscribed to Teespring. So I get the posts or I'm sorry, I get the text message from them about sales and things that are going on and so on and so forth. So it's natural. Like we give out our cell phones and get these like text messages that are, for lack of a better word, advertising, advertising a sale or a promo or whatever. So we, I get a lot of promotion texts. I get, I sign up for so much shit. Half the time, I don't even remember like I I get text messages that are in relation to conservative shit. I get stuff that's in relation to liberal shit. I get stuff um, like I am, you know, an affiliate affiliate with um, certain companies. So sometimes I get messages from them and then I'll look, I'll have 10 messages that are, I hate to say spam because I signed up for the shit, but they're basically spam 
promo advertising type stuff and then there are and buried within that is stuff that are from actual people that I know and that's the same thing with my email I don't even know how many unanswered emails in there that I have on my work email my personal emails and I have several so like it, it you know shit does get buried or it, it might slip between the cracks and that happens in this particular case um going back to the asking insomnia question you can't get bent out of shape because your dude's not texting you back or he's not answering every beckoning call heaven forbid if you call wait a few minutes call again wait a few minutes call again if a person doesn't answer one or two rings it's not always an emergency. Yes, we live in a crazy-ass world where sh anything can fucking happen. But the world's pretty much always been like that. Anything can fucking happen. Heaven forbid, as a black person, I would have hated to live in, like, the 19th century where you didn't know if you were going to get hung from a tree. And I'm being extreme here, but we live in a world where you don't know where something's going to happen. Like... Look at like the bubonic plague. People were just dropping off like flies, and it 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 affected an entire fucking continent, much less a country. So it's like, yeah, we live in a world, and the billions of years, billions of years that this planet has been spending, something's always going on. And while yes, the means of communication was pretty much different back then, still the message is the same not everyone is going to be able to drop what they're doing to pick up the phone and we can't take for granted that we can communicate with people at any given time that they're going to be available at any given time and that's something we all have to get used to i'm sorry <sighs> so now that i got that out the way let's talk about this guy um, because it was a female that sent the message, so I'm assuming it's a guy that she's dating. But, like she said, um, I think she did say he. But anyway, if you have a hunch that someone is doing something, chances are you might be right. Because this is someone you're dating, so you know them better than I would know them. Obviously, you know what their mannerisms are, what their habits are, what their schedule is. All that type of stuff. So, you kind of know, right? you know what, they ain't pick up something ain't right especially if i know they're sitting at home like i've seen people like me personally i've posted some shit of me being at home and then someone called me and i look at the phone like yo i just don't feel like talking right now and i've reserved that right you've reserved that right you've reserved the right to not be accessible to talk to someone and not because you're busy maybe just because you don't feel like talking right that moment moment or you're about to get into some shit like it's been times people will call me and i'm like yo i'm about to get the fuck dressed i'm about to get in the shower or i'm about to hit this workout and i know if i pick up this phone that's going to prolong that or postpone what i'm about to do at that given moment so yeah i may send a text or sometimes i might not send anything at all but you have the right to do so. You're not obligated to, to, to pick up the phone every time it rings. And as a caller, you're not always going to get answered. So, you know, I've had people say, well, what if it's an emergency? Okay, if it's an emergency, don't call me. Call 911. Call the cops. Call the ambulance. Call um, someone who is um, trained to deal whatever the actual emergency you have is going on. Like, you got to really, you got to think about that and you got to do that because, like, what's, what's, 
if you are having a medical emergency of some sort, if I'm nowhere near available to help you or whatever the case might be, then like, what is the point of calling me? You know, like I may not be able to get to you in time and I'm not trying to be harsh or be mean, but you know, I may not be the one that can help you. Like there are trained professionals, professionals that are out there that can assist you. So that goes into a little bit of a psychological thing and a, and, and a um, mental health thing that some people don't realize is going on, like a borderline personality disorder. They'll call you and be like, well, you weren't there to deal with what I got to deal with. I'm sorry. You know, I'm not going to always be there. Yes, I may be your go-to person to help you with a lot of things, but I can't always be there 100% of the time. And you can't be mad at that. Same way, you you know, I can't be mad if someone can't be there for me at a given time. <sighs> you know, there are people that are called sponsors. They sponsor and help people and they're trying to be there and they sign up for that shit. You know, as a friend, yes, I want to be there for my friends and family and loved one, loved ones, but I can't always be there and you can't be mad that, at that. Now, in regards to this particular question, if you know, you know the person you're with, you know the type of person you're, you're dealing with, you know, when you get that spidey sense tingling, yeah, chances are they might be up to some fuck shit and Okay, when you realize that, you have two choices. Leave or confront them and say, yo, I know you're doing some fuck shit. What's going on? You know, if you are feeling that you're being pushed away or being ignored, especially in a relationship, you have every right to confront your partner and say, look, I'm not. I feel that I'm being ignored. I feel that you're not um, being there for me and we're supposed to be in a relationship. So you have every right to confront them with that. But don't use that as an excuse to play the victim and not realize that this person is not being the partner that you want them to be. And then if that's the case, then you need to go, especially if you've given them so many chances to be the type of person that you want them to be, the, to be the partner that you want to be. We, we you know, we've really got to sometimes not get caught up in that victim mentality that oh my god you got you you don't care about me because you're not there every waking minute and every um second that I want you to be there you know you have to really take responsibility for that and I'll address this I've addressed this before like you know as a feminist I always say yeah men can be misogynistic and da 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 but if a man is being any of those things that are toxic, you have every right to leave. Why sit there and deal with it? Why sit there and try to convince them on how to treat you when you just fucking bounce? Not even to get biblical, but somewhere in the Bible, it says if your hand cut the offends you, cut the shit off. That's some fucking drastic ass shit. True, we even seen it in, what's that movie? Um, Idle Hands? Homie Hand was fucking um, possessed by a fucking demon. What did he do? He cut the shit off. So that's one of them situations. Yeah, you might have to do that. You have to be able to cut off the fucktivity and not become a victim of it. So, you know, I'm not trying to be harsh and I'm going to get back to um, back on topic. So bear with me here. So the young lady asked me, is it me? Is it him? Am I tripping? 
It could be a combination of all of that. It can be potentially him doing the no good bullshit. And you know if he's doing that. Like, have you caught him doing some shit? Like, have you had a hunch? Like, did he start super attentive to you despite his crazy ass schedule and then when you guys get together and time has passed and he's gotten used to you he's gotten comfortable all of a sudden he's not paying you any attention anymore all of a sudden he's off oh he's so busy that shit happens now i'm gonna assume that at least one of these text messages that you sent um, has been one of those long ass stories where it's like, it's so fucking long. It's a multimedia message. It's not even a regular text message. It's a multimedia message. You know how with, I can't really speak for iPhones, but I know with Androids and formerly known, uh, what we used to know as Windows phones. If you send a text message that's long enough, it converts it to a multimedia message or a MMS from an SMS, which is a traditional traditional text message now if you send a guy this long ass fucking story and you know what i've done it before don't get me wrong i've done this shit so many fucking times don't like sometimes it feels like it's the right thing to do you gotta get your point across but let me tell you something if a person really fucking cares about you if um this is not the first time. Now, if this is the first time you see things kind of like going off the deep edge and they're just genuinely getting caught up in their own shit and they just kind of like put you on a back burner and you call them on it and they fix it, fine. But if this is something that's consistently happening, you got to ask yourself, you know, what are, what are you doing? What am I doing? Is this even worth it? Do I want to be with this person so bad that it's worth me getting ignored and rejected and pushed away? Is it worth me being made a fool because he out here doing the stupid shit? You got to ask yourself that. Because if so, if that's the case, then why are you even wasting your time? Because sending this long, drawn-out text message, blowing up his phone, is not going to change the fact that they're doing some shit or they don't even want to fuck with you right now or they just don't feel like dealing with your shit. And then you got to ask yourself, yeah, well, damn, Maybe I trip so much that I'm pushing them away. It's not them pushing me. It's me pushing them away because I'm so fucking caught up in holding on to them that I don't realize that I'm pushing them away. And that's one of those borderline personality bullshit disorder thing. And I'm saying the disorder is bullshit, but that's one of the things that people that have this thing deal with. It's like, oh my God, I haven't talked to such and such in two hours. They were, they said they were going to such and such place or they were going to go grab something to eat with a friend that was three four hours ago or they said they were going to go to the laundromat or they were going to go to the to uh out to the mall or they were going to take a nap how long does a nap take i don't fucking know like it depends on how fucking tired i am or they are you can't get mad that someone's not answering every fucking waking call now i've been there i've been that type of person i've dealt with somebody that um, my ex, he did promotional type shit. He was like a promoter and his schedule was all over the place. He didn't really have time management skills and he was always at the beckoning call of some type of event or the club or whatever. So I understood that and I took it with a grain of salt, but he was also out here doing some fuck shit. 
So when I had a feeling he was doing fuck shit and I had proof of it, I knew I did my little snooping thing, which was also fucking stupid, mind you. However, I chose to stick with it. And then I gave him a face-to-face or over-the-phone conversation and spill about why it was bothering me, why it was hurting me. Yet, I refuse to leave. Let me tell you something. You shouldn't have to convince someone to give a fuck about you. You shouldn't. Because either they do or they don't. It's as simple as that. There's no gray area. Either I love you and I want to be with you or I fucking don't. Or I'm waiting for the right opportunity to leave you. Or whatever the case. Or I don't want to hurt you. Or I don't want you to blow up. Or, and vice versa. So there's that. And you got to think about that. And in my situation, like, I remember one time my ex, um, I had called him for a couple of days. This was like we were, he would come and stay at my house for a few days, then go home. And stay at my house for a few days and then go home. And I noticed there was like a pattern. And in that pattern, I noticed there were some days, moments where I know he should be home. He shouldn't be asleep. Like, there were some times where I called him, like, in the middle of the day, like, almost damn near in the evening. He wouldn't fucking pick up the phone, and I'd call again. And then before I allow myself to be a reasonable, rational person, I let my imagination run. I let my toxic thoughts get the best of me i let the jealousy and my insecurities consume me now i'm not saying he wasn't doing some fuck shit because sometimes he was and i found out later on that he was however even in that case i had the choice to fucking leave now let's just say for worst case scenario he wasn't doing no fuck shit he was just genuinely tired or genuinely busy and I just happened to call him at the wrong time because I just had impeccable timing to do so. Then that falls on me. And I need to be accountable for the fact that he just can't be available for me at every bit of time that I want him to be. And that is what it is. You can't worry. Like, let's just say some you calling your dude and you're blowing his phone up and he is for whatever reason he's gone missing. He's been kidnapped or he's been uh <laughs> He's passed out unconscious because, you know, he got bludgeoned in the head or something. If you call the cops for an adult, as an adult, they can't even file a missing persons report over a few hours. It, it, it's, it's a process to it. Now, I know you don't want to be like, oh, I should have, I shouldn't have waited or I should have called. I should have did something. But even so, Law is law. You can't file a missing persons report because you haven't talked to them in a few hours. Come on now. There's too much other shit going on in the world. And unfortunately, it's one of those situations that, heaven forbid, if something bad does happen, you know what? It's only so much you and even the law can do. So you got to ask yourself, do I trust this person? That's an adult you're dealing with. It's not a child. Maybe they're busy. Or maybe they're just caught up. Or maybe their phone is dead. Sometimes you got to take things with a grain of salt and not take for granted that because they are 100% accessible because they have a device that you can connect with them from anywhere on the planet does not mean that you can all the time and you can't just jump to conclusions. That's the problem. We as females, we jump to... Man, oh man, we jumped to some serious conclusions. And guys do too, but I ain't a fucking guy, so I'm not going to give a guy's POV. 
I'm giving you my point of view. We jump to conclusions. And sometimes it don't even be that deep. It don't even be that serious. We be sitting up here assuming the fucking worst and it don't even be that deep. It just means that they just couldn't answer their phone. I remember one time I dropped my phone in between um, the seat of my car and I couldn't find it. And it wasn't until I thought that I needed to use my phone, like I had to use my phone, that I realized that I didn't have it with me. Because it's usually in my pocket or in my bag or something like that. And then when I realized I couldn't find it, I'm looking for it and looking for it and then I had to retrace my steps. By the time all that happened, I had a whole bunch of missed calls. I think it was from my mom. But even so, I had to calm her down. Like, yo, my phone was in the car. It was one of those situations where I had been doing promo all day. I had just been on Instagram scrolling all day. I've been texting, calling, whatever. I I went to work that day and just didn't charge it. After I got off, before I went off and went out out the house and did some other shit. And I just didn't have it. And I didn't, like flip you know i didn't think nothing of it but she was just like tripping about it and it you know i had to like calm her off the ledge like yo i just didn't have my phone on well it's been three four hours it don't take i know it don't take three four hours to do a lot of shit unless i'm in the movie theater like it's been times when i went to the movies and i didn't pick up the phone why you ain't answer the phone because i'm at the movie theater i was in the movies my phone was off or my ringer was off i didn't even have it on vibrate I'm sorry. I will call you back. Stop jumping to conclusions, people. If a person does not call you and you're having an emergency, first of all, you don't know how far I am. So you might want to call 911 and get the appropriate authorities or emergency <laughs> staff, whatever, to you. That's first and foremost. Secondly, thirdly, it's like, you know, you don't want... It's, it's really, you know, it's one of those situations where, all right, well, maybe they're busy. Maybe they're just busy. Or maybe they're just so fucking used to being plugged into the fucking matrix that they just want to just turn the shit off. It's been times where, boy, without no warning, I just said, you know what? I'm tired of this phone. I've been on this phone all day. Let me just turn this shit off. Let me go breathe some fresh air. Go outside, get some vitamin D. Work out. Take a nap. Take a shower. Meditate with some candles and whatever. I put my phone on airplane so much, airplane mode, I sometimes forget to take it off. And that might be the case with your dude. It might be one of those moments where he just wants to just turn the fucking world off for a second. Depending on what he does for a living, he might just need that. There's no disrespect to you, but he just be like, you know, I just can't deal with no one, nothing. I just can't deal with anything or anyone. And you got to accept that. But if you know in your heart of hearts that he's doing some shit, you're, then you're wasting your fucking time. My thing is, if you're going to send that message explaining why you're hurt, what they're doing, what's fucked up, don't. And I'm going to tell you why. Don't send that fucking message. Don't send that long-ass multimedia text message because there are two reasons I'm going to give you two reasons why. There's two reasons why you shouldn't send that shit. Excuse me for slurring my words. I had a bit of wine tonight. There are two reasons why you shouldn't send this long, drawn-out fucking message to your significant other or loved one. One is because you might be jumping to a fucking conclusion and it might not even be that deep. Number two, they don't give a fuck. 
So let's just say it's the latter. They are here doing a fuck shit and they don't give a fuck how you feel. Or they don't feel like dealing with it. Or they're just like, oh God, not this again. You're wasting your time. Because if a person genuinely does not give two shits about you, you explaining how you feel and how you're hurt and what they did and all this other stuff, it does not mean anything. It does not help the situation that you're in. And it does not, you know, if they don't give a, if a person doesn't give a fuck, then you explain it to them why they hurt, why you hurt and, and why you feel in some type of way. You sending that long drawn out message ain't going to change nothing. Chances are they probably ain't going to read the whole thing. If they genuinely don't give a fuck, so what? That is your thing. Then move the fuck on. Because if you explain to them before what they're doing is hurting you or what they're doing is bothering you, you feel ignored, you feel neglected, so on and so forth, then you need to move on to someone that's going to treat you right. Or, or you need to go... Deal with your own shit on your own and fix you and love yourself to know that, you know what? My happiness don't reside in this person anyway, and I'm going to be all right. You got friends. You got other relatives. You got other people in your life. Or sometimes you just need to fucking be by yourself. We have this fucked up codependency that we need somebody or someone at all times that at the end of the day, when it comes time for us to do us on our own, we can't even do that shit. Like, some people are so fucking afraid of being alone that they don't realize that being alone is the best time to work on you. To work on them. To better themselves. To get some shit done. To get some rest. To work on something. I don't know. Whatever it is. We got to stop this codependency, y'all. This shit is fucking fucked up. And y'all know it. We spend so much time, you know, worrying about the other person and wondering and worrying why they ain't there for us that we become codependent and we become the toxic person. Not them. Even if they doing a fuck shit, we become toxic. And then we don't realize that we let all this internal toxicity and insecurities and all this other shit build up that we later spend it and spread it on to them now just imagine if they wasn't doing the fuck shit and you put all that shit on their lap now you're in a bad situation now you done took a hatchet or a chainsaw or jason's machete to a situation that could have used a scalpel and a precision cut not a hatchet job so think about that so, to answer the Ask an Insomniac question, maybe they are doing some fuck shit and maybe you are tripping. If, ask yourself this, have you called them on this same type of behavior before? If the answer is no, they've, they haven't, they, they've, they, they, they've suddenly changed out of nowhere and went from being so attentive to basically disappearing off the planet before you consider what they're doing to you ask them what's going on in their lives that they're cutting you off and pushing you away just do that first before you think about yourself before you make it all about you and then maybe you can salvage whatever relationship you have left
Now, if they're doing the fuck shit and you've called them on the same bullshit time and time again, at least three times, then you know what? Cut your fucking losses and be like, you know what? I can't do this shit. Because at the end of the day, before you lay their sh- your shit onto them, whatever it might be, whether they're right or wrong, right? Rather they are, regardless if they are doing whatever, you need to ask them, is there something going on? Is everything okay with you? You know, we went from busting it up all the time to you can't even give me the time of the day for like five minutes. You can't even send a text. Now, if you live together, this is why I don't give relationship advice. I didn't ask if the, if the person lived with this person. But if you live together, that's a whole other iron shell out of that. <laughs> I'm not even going to fit into this episode. But it's something for you to think about. See what's going on with them before you jump to conclusions and assume the worst. Especially if this isn't like them. If it's just happening lately. Now, don't go snooping. And don't send that fucking long ass text message. Don't keep blowing up their phone. If someone don't answer one or two times after the second phone call that you call them, you, you call, wait a couple minutes, call again. If they don't pick up... Don't turn around and call them again. They might be indisposed. They might be somewhere or doing something. Or they might be somewhere where they got 5% battery life. And if it's not urgent, they're not going to waste it. Damn, I just wanted to see where you was at. I hate that shit. Like, I've been in a situation where I'm nowhere near home. My phone is not near a place where I can charge it. And someone blows me up, blows me up. And then I pick up on that third ring, uh, that third time or fourth time or whatever. Oh, no, I just wanted to see what you was doing. I wanted to see where you was at. When you coming home, yo, my phone is about to fucking die. I'll be home when I be home. Like, not even 20 years ago, that used to be the case. I'll be there when I be there. You just got to hope that they make it home okay and just, just have faith that they will. Now, if they don't show up at the end of the day and they live with you, all right, now it's time to worry. But if it's only been a couple hours, just chill the fuck out. No, I ain't trying to be disrespectful or nothing like that. But don't jump to conclusions. Don't assume the worst. We're all adults here. There's no need for that. Like, yeah, if they're doing some fuck shit, which sucks, yeah, that fucking sucks. Then you know at that point, then you need to move on. And stop making a shit about you. It might not even be you. It might just be them. They might be just having a tough time right now. And you laying your shit onto them is only pushing them further away and making things worse. Now, another thing I wanted to add. Um, I remember, not my pre- not my most recent relationship, but one I had before that. Um, I remember I used to find myself... In a situation where I would hit my dude up and he wouldn't pick up. And I knew he wasn't at work and he wouldn't answer. I text him. He wouldn't reply back. I'm like, all right, I know he's not at work. He's not at home. I would even call his house or his mother's house at the time because he lived with his mother. That was another red flag, but I'll go to that and I'll get into that another day. And his mom was like, no, he's not here. Okay. And one particular time, I remember he told me he was going to take me out for my birthday. So, 
I leave work a little early, go to the hairdresser, get my hair done. I had an outfit picked out, but I was like, you know what? I think I might want to get a little sexier than what I had because my birthday's in October. So it was like I picked out something that was appropriate appropriate for the, the, the time of the year, but it was a little more, it was a little warmer than normal because my, my birthday's in the beginning of October. So, you know, Indian summer and all that other good stuff. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get something a little bit different. Um, I saw this cute little shirt blouse that was going great with the pants that I was wearing along with the little shoe, the boots, the knee high boots. So I'll go pick that up. Mind you, <laughs> wasn't near where I was at. Come home, get showered, get dressed, do my makeup and hit him up. I hit him up before I got, I hit him up when I got home. Hit him up when I got out of the shower. Hit him up when I finally got dressed. A few hours later, no response, no nothing. So then this guy, other guy that I knew that I had, mm, had, a, had an entanglement with, hits me up. I don't know. I can't remember if I hit him up first or he hit me up. But he was like, what are you doing? Now, this guy was much younger than me. He was a college kid, for Christ's sakes. And he was like, yeah, me and my friends are partying. He was like, what are you doing? I said, well, it's my birthday. I was supposed to go out, but I'm home in the house, not doing much of nothing. And he was like, oh, well, me and the guys are having a party. You should come through. I was like, you know what? I was like, well, if I don't hear anything, then maybe I will. Now, the entanglement that I had, I wasn't in a relationship. We were not together at that time, but me and the you know, the entangle Lee remain not in constant contact, um, contact, but every now and again, he'll, he would hit me up when something's going on. So I was almost about to take him up on his offer. And then my boyfriend at that time hit me up. and was like, yeah, sorry, babe, me and my cousins, da, 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 da. they wanted to get me drunk. You know, it's my birthday too, blase, blase. And I'm sorry, but meet me at such and such, such and such somewhere in old city. So, of course, I jumped on it. That was my dude. Go to the party. Started to have a good time, but then I didn't because he be, he started acting like an asshole, which was common for him at that point in time because he was just going through some shit. Plus, he was drinking a whole lot. And after that, I decided to send him this long, drawn-out text message instead of taking it up with the friend or the entangle league. <laughs> And I thought to myself, why am I fucking wasting my time? Like, my dude decided he knew he was the one that made the plans for my birthday to go out to dinner and go get dressed. I went through all this trouble, yada, yada, yada. I could have went to this little college frat party and had a good fucking time with these little young ass college dudes. No. Said I had an awful fucking time. And you know what? I couldn't even be mad at anyone but myself. At that time, I was mad at my dude. But I really, now that I look back at it, I had no one as I chose the situation. I chose to blow my boyfriend up. And yeah, he was my boyfriend. So, of course, I'm going to take him with a grain of salt. And like, for real, for real, I went from being worried, genuinely worried, to not, to, to just being upset. Because he decided to stop at his cousin's house, get drunk. On my birthday, even though his birthday was like the next day, but it was my birthday and these were plans that he made. I didn't make these plans. I was like, whatever you want to do, babe, 
It's fine. I wasn't making a big deal out of it. I think I was turning 29. So I was like, not a big deal. 30 is the one I'm turning up for. So the crazy thing about it, long story short, and I'm not going to hold you guys up because we're past this 30 minute mark. You know what? I look back and I, I, I just said, fuck this. Like now I would never do that back. Like when I, what I did then, I would never do that now. Like, fuck that. I'm, you know who the fuck I am? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm no, I'm not going to do that. But back then I didn't know any better. I chose to stay in that fucktivity and, and not realize that not only did he have a drinking problem, but me personally, I wouldn't do that. If I made plans with someone, I'm not going to make a pit stop on the way home. You know, he was supposed to go home, get out, get home from work, take a shower, get dressed, come get me and bother, and then we go out, have a good time. He chose to make alternate choices. He chose to go to his cousin's house knowing possibly they're going to want to celebrate his birthday or whatever. And even if he didn't know that at that time, it happened and it was like, wow, really? Okay. And I decided to stay with him. And instead of just saying, you know, fuck this shit, this is not, I'm not happy because it wasn't his first occurrence with this. I decided to stay there, rant on him, be angry, be irate, be the victim, and just give him this long, drawn-out message about why he hurt me. Like I said in the beginning, you should not have to explain to people on how to treat you. If they're not treating you right and you've given them one or two, maybe even three chances, don't fucking keep giving them chances. We are all adults here. At least most of my listeners are adults, I'm hoping. Don't. You already know in the back of your mind what the deal is. Don't put up with it. If you're not being treated the way you want to be treated, if your significant other is not doing what they're supposed to do, don't bother explaining to them what you've already explained. If you haven't explained that to them before. You know, if you already ha if you've explained it to them, then why are you going to keep beating a dead horse? Now, if you have, haven't explained it to them and you let them know and you communicated them without being angry, give yourself time to cool off and then say, look, babe, I realize, you know what, you've been more busier than normal. However, I feel neglected in this relationship. And I would at least like for you to communicate when you're not going to be available or text me and say, hey, what's up? You know, and don't jump off the deep end. If it's been a couple of hours and you ain't talked to him, chill. But. If it's been like a day or y'all were supposed to do something and y'all didn't, and those plans didn't pan out because they stood you up, yeah, then call them on that. But just don't jump off the deep end for no shit that's not that deep. And if you found yourself in a situation where you've constantly had to explain yourself to them, let them go. Let them do them. Stop beating that dead horse. Because it's not going to get you anywhere but fucking stress. So... I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, it went a little longer than normal because it was a lot of shit <laughs> that, you know, this went all over the place. But I mean, I mean what I say when I, I and I don't like giving couples and relationship advice because I don't always know the aspects. I haven't had many successful relationships that I can I feel that I'm qualified to give relationship advice. However, when a certain situation is where I see where it's kind of going towards where I've been, I try to steer people away from that. 
But the reason why I don't give relationship advice and I, I, I stick to singles advice is because I want people to be comfortable being single and find the best versions of themselves before they give themselves to another person. That's why I don't give relationship advice. However, if you're in some fuck shit, then you need to get out of that fuck shit and, you know, before you end up single. Or be with someone that's worth it. Or wait for that correct, per- you know, that per- perfect, quote unquote, perfect person to come around. You know, you deserve the best. <sighs> so, guys, I hope you enjoyed this um, episode. Um, this was an acid insomniac slash kind of a story time and I'll, I'll go into more story times later but I had to answer this question and again while it was relationship advice and I don't really give that I felt this one like because I've been there before and ladies you got to stop with these long drawn out text messages or tripping and jumping off the deep end and jumping to conclusions because you fear the worst do not let your insecurities be- become you know come to fruition because you are unable to do you or deal with you. Yes, I understand worrying about people, but sometimes it's not even that deep. Sometimes just just chill and don't make it about you. Okay? So, um before I conclude this message, I want to make sure you guys have had the chance to check out my website, drunkeninsomniacwriter.com, as well as my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash insomniacwriter. Um, I have new videos that I try to post at least every week or every other week, as well as um, I'm going to start doing some recipe videos like smoothies and health stuff because, you know, I do the Zumba and I do the health stuff. Uh, if you haven't had the chance to check out my merch store, head on over to teespring.com slash store slash insomniac writer merch because I have fucktivity shirts. I have twerk shirts, twerk out shirts, cups, mugs, blankets. I even have face masks because that's the thing now. You know, I have it all. Check it out. Uh, next month we'll be having for the month of August, um, I'm going to be having another flash sale. It is. It'll either be a percentage taken off or free shipping, one or the other. But whatever the case might be, it's another sale coming up next month. So stay tuned. And even if you don't wait for the sale, stuff is reasonably priced. I I try not to price things too expensive. But every so often, things are added to the merch store. So go over there and check out some stuff you might like. If you're not following me on social media, I can be found on Instagram at insomniac underscore writer. Or at Zuba Twerkout if you're here for fitness stuff. I'm also on Twitter at Insomniac with an N writer. Um, I'm also on Facebook, R.S. Lewis, a.k.a. The Drunken Insomniac Writer. But again, stay tuned on my website because things are always on that website. Um, there are links to everything there. I also have a Patreon page. Now, um, the Patreon page is not super active. However, if you like this podcast, you are definitely free to become a member there's no minimum you can donate as much as one dollar 99 cent a month or you can do more than that it's up to you um i appreciate you guys i appreciate your patronage and donations and so on and so forth um i just appreciate you guys without you this would not be possible and if you like more of what you hear become a subscriber become a donor if you want to we spend our money on so much other shit Why not spend your money on something worthwhile? If you have any comments, questions, suggestions for the podcast, for the YouTube channel, 
feel free to leave a voice message. Feel free to send me a DM. Keep those asking insomniac questions coming in. Dear RS, dear insomniac, whatever you want to call me. Keep them coming in. Last but not least, The Single Chronicles Season 3 on YouTube is fucking coming back in September. So stay tuned for the season premiere. I do have one bonus episode left before the summer concludes. So stay tuned for that. That'll be coming up soon in the next few weeks. And again, I guys, I thank you. I love you all. I appreciate you all. And I'm going to conclude this podcast like I conclude my every other Single Chronicles episode, whether it's on YouTube or here. And that is, be awesome, be you, but above all else, love yourself. All right, guys, take care.